He, 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 he's putting his heart into it. Good afternoon. My name's Dan. And I'm Rob. And you're listening to... Who the hell are you? Who the hell are you? Who the hell are you? Hi, Kiva. Hi, Kiva. Who the hell are you? Oh, for the love of Pete, here we are again. It is Who the Hell Are You? podcast, your weekly adventure into... All things obscure, unappreciated, downright sinister music of the last hundred years. Doug from the Dusty Bins. Doug. I I am Doug. You get the squirrel. (laughs) Doug, you will find the bird. (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is full-on springtime, even though today is not the greatest spring day uh, we have we have entered the time of new beginnings, uh, fruitfulness, um, allergies, um, birds singing really early in the morning. Yeah, really early. I, yeah. I I I can't believe the birds lately. Yeah, they're all back. They're ready to tell you how what how yeah. their winter was. Oh, I was in Argentina. Where were you? Oh, I was yeah. in Peru. Very good. Exactly. And I'm like, you guys could have this discussion further from my window. That's all I'm asking <laughs> at this point. So. I thought, Rob, we would do kind of a special show today because we haven't had a themed show in a while. I think we, we've Ooh. done Bucks County Ballads. We've done a metal show. We did like all 45 pickup one time. We've done a few variety shows, I guess. But today I'd like to bring back one of my favorite uh, portions of the show. We're going to make it all of it today. It's local radio station compilations. Oh. And I realized that ah. we've, go- <laughs> we've gone through these and played at least one track off of all of these. But there's just so many. So many. That, that every band on here is unknown and uh, un- unadulterated. So, I, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say, the first album that you just held up, um, I, I laughed because uh, growing up in the area, and I've probably shared the story before, but that was a, you had a record there from 98. 98.1, which is WOGL now, but used to be not WOGL. It used to be like the rock station. It was 98 hot hits in the hot 80s. Hits. And uh, my sister won many a uh, call-in contest of 98 hot hits. Oh, did she win a copy of Van Halen's 1984? I believe you have that. I think I do. <laughs> and, and you probably have the Culture Club record, too, and they have 98 hot hit stickers on them. I think, I think I definitely have the Van Halen one because every time I get it out and I look at that sticker and I'm like, I never, I don't remember that station she, at all. She also won, she won tickets to Live Aid. She won <laughs> tickets to uh, Duran Duran. Duran Duran? Yeah. Duran Duran Duran. Duran Duran Duran. Well, this happens to be a Baltimore station, 98 Rock, oh. which is still in business. Not Oh, so not not the Philly no, 98. No, this this, we're going to start off with a little B-more. B-more. W-I-Y-Y. And I believe they probably picked Y-Y because it looks like the devil horns when you write Y-Y it's next to It's W-I-Y-Y, but it's funny because it looked like W... I'm like, is that W-H-Y-Y? Like, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. That's a different Y-Y. Exactly. But you could also just pronounce it why? Why? Yeah, and it is the two devil horns. It's true. That's right. Is it? Is it metal tastic? What are we gonna hear? Well, I believe I'm trying to. You know, I didn't have enough time to go back and um, check all the other episodes, but I'm pretty sure that we listened to track one, side one on this because it is a band that I actually recognize. They were called Great Train Robbery. Whoa! And they were a Baltimore 
local band all throughout the 80s and early 90s and i do remember seeing them on on bills Were, did they go like by gtr just to shorten it a little bit yeah it's like so. a long band name you're like little gtr yeah where, yeah where are you going tonight we're going to the great train robbery that's right yeah well we're gonna play something just just merely for the title and let's see if we can tell what the hell this is whoa oh it's billy thorpe he's back for more yeah, Ooh. reverb. Go. Get it. Freedom. Oh, I thought he was going to say reverb. Reverb. <laughs> go. Get it. Oh, no, not yet. No. So That's when the lights go. Just toying, yeah. Just toying with our emotions with a, a 909. <laughs> One more. Drummer, come on! Ooh, it's almost like a. Wanna shake a body? Wanna do that conga? Don't you wanna do it any longer? The early days of glorious. Started out with '98 Rock in Baltimore. Wow, this is. All right, so you can probably tell that the song is called "Freedom Takes a Fall" by. This is the band name now, Rob. The Heat with the Cold Sweat Horns. No, come on. I thought that was the name of the song, but no. The Heat. Second side, second track. <laughs> the Heat with the cold sweat horns. You know, that's too long of a name, people. Come on. Well, yeah, give me oh, an acronym for that. And actually, they have too many band members because the last band member is Jeff Silverman, who is the creative consultant. Oh. I don't think Jeff Silverman needed to be mentioned. No, he, he's all right. He could have just lived in the background. Yeah, he could have... <laughs> He could have just been quietly satisfied with his performance. This is some big sound, though, man. Well, it's recorded at Sheffield Studios. Did you ever hear of that studio? It was down in Phoenix, Maryland. Yeah, it's a big studio. Yeah. When I was a kid, the big story was Ringo Starr had been there. Oh, right. He stopped by. He was like, asked directions. Yeah. Like, Ringo Starr was here. <laughs> They're like, you want to come in and record some drums? We got a four-piece Beatle kit right here in the corner. This, this song harkens to the specific era of the 80s where every song could have been the intro or outro of a movie. Yeah, oh yeah. See, Rob, I think your, your lasting legacy will be able to pin any song as a movie soundtrack. Well, no, but this is, I mean, tell me this couldn't be in Romancing the Stone. No, yeah. sure. No, I agree. <laughs> the end scene with he's on the sailboat in New York City. Whoa, there's some swag in here. Oh my gosh, Rob. An old, old school 98 Rock bumper oh, sticker. That's going on your car. Look at that. No, this is going on eBay. <laughs> Twenty dollars. Check, check out the Who the Hell Are You eBay store to buy your 98 Rock bumper sticker. And we also have in here a three-star salute to Maryland's Vietnam veterans. Whoa! And it's a pamphlet. Maryland's memorial. Future site of the memorial. Oh, I wonder if they ever built it. To talk about the future site of this memorial. Oh. Oh, let's see that. Tremendous pride. I'm going to check the Google machine. The 1983 state legislator created the Maryland Vietnam Veterans Memorial Commission to raise funds for a suitable remembrance for our citizens who did not return. The goal is $2.5 million and completed in 1987. So see if there is a Maryland. It is. Is it? Here it is. The Maryland Vietnam Veterans Memorial. Next time you're. It's in Hagerstown. 
Oh. I just found it. Mm-hmm. Well, it says in here. So next time you're in Hagerstown, 181 South Walnut Street. It looks like a really nice park. They wanted to put it in Federal Hill, which is... Oh, no, 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 it's in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore. Okay, Federal no, Hill. Hagerstown was where the, the organization was. Oh, okay. Well, Federal Hill is like one of the hottest neighborhoods because it literally overlooks the harbor from the, I guess, south. Oh, and they, and they have, if you go on the site, you can actually like, take a tour of it. Wow. With your, with your phone. Hey, if anybody's interested in an original pamphlet to raise money in 1983 for said project, or a sweet, 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 still stuck bumper sticker, like, you know, yeah. when they made that you old glue rub. That, yeah, well, that's, they, they that's didn't mess lead around. lead-based glue. Yeah, lead <laughs> <laughs> I think they made that with lead and arsenic back then. <laughs> Oh, arsenic gonna... and old lace. Oh, ooh. Hey, watch little Car- that. Little Cary Grant throw. <laughs> so that was it... uh, Sweat Hogs. No. No, that was the, the heat, heat featuring the cold, the cold sweat, sweat horns. horns. Oh, the cold sweat horns. Like, that was the like, name Like, of... that was the... They, those were the horns from J, the JBs, but it wasn't, right. it wasn't I, the horns I just kept thinking, like, sweat horns coming out of your head, like, sweaty. Oh, interesting. That's... I would... <laughs> And now I can't not think well, of that. Well, that's why I thought this was all like when you said, is it metal? I was like, yeah, sweat horns. Yeah, Bum-bum. get it, sweat horns. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that's, we're going to... That's a t-shirt you'd wear. We're going <laughs> to change cities. And oh. we're going to go... We stay in the east or we're going west? We're going to go into Philadelphia. Now, I have two records. I actually have three records, Rob. I want you to pick... We've got Philadelphia's hometown album. This is the one that we got Rick oh, and Freddie's song on. And it of. does and it does free, feature a uh, a I'm assuming a pretzel salesman that would have no place to urinate during the day. That's and right. yeah, we definitely would violate some health codes. Sorry, go on. We've got WYSP oh, 94 Rock Volume 1 and we have WMMR Breakout. 933. Well, you got all of them. I know, I have the big the big one. Well, let me see. Hometown. And you know, a few weeks ago, we rocked the 93.3, which Ooh. had John DeBella. And, uh, That's right, We and I still Morning have another Zoo. one of those. Yeah. This one is by Wizard 100. That's oh, see, probably we, before we got your a, time. Yo, that's way before my... What's the, what's the date on that? 78. Yeah, that, I was I was alive, but right, I well, wasn't paying attention. Let's play it. Since we're that. from the Philadelphia yeah. region, we're just going to go a triple shot of Philly, maybe. Yeah. This is also red, which is also oh. a cool... A cool it's thing. Pretty fancy. Yeah. So we did listen to Stay With Me, uh, and it literally says right on here, Rick Prince, Fred Berman, like as yeah. the writers. As the writers. And then on the other side, we got somebody named Herbert F. Ford with Magnetic Man. Mm-hmm. He's at a Sixers game. Yeah, that's right. Oh, not what I expected. Not at all. He's a magnetic man. <laughs> Watch out, he's gonna get you one. I was expecting a uh, uh, like everyone else metal when we got well, with that synth, I thought it was going to be a little bit, like, spacey at first. I thought the intro had that, like, that 
the intro of like this is funny because this is like a this is sort of like that hybrid of like Elton John and David Bowie. True, true. I mean, it's it could be in the movie Grease. Right. We're going with the movie theme. Yeah, this is from the movie theme. This is definitely from a musical. Gee, Timothy. This is this is in, yeah. It's a kazoo. It's like Yakubo. Yeah. It does say it. It says it. What if it was Yakubo? Herbert Ford, acoustic guitar, piano, kazoo. <laughs> Do you think Kazoo was the original intention? They're like had a sax player and they didn't show up that day, and they're like, just play the kazoo, and that's it. I know the only other people on here are Barry Westman on bass synthesizer, guitars, and drums. So he did everything else. Just two, two guys? Two guys. So really, Barry Westman did most of this. Acoustic guitar, kazoo, and, and lyrics. Is, is I mean, it's growing on me. Oh, I like it. It kind of reminds me of like some kinks. Yeah, I hear that. It needs to be a little slower and dirtier. I'm the infest. Yeah, yeah. DJ Clippy, you're good. You're a good boy. I think that's yeah, what it that's is. Yeah, that's why you're getting the he's, kinks. He's giving, he's giving it the kinks and the Bowie, like, hello, man. It's funny because of the Always Sunny oh, where they do Dayman. Dayman, Day that's right. And, and it's very that, too. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, Magnetic Man from 78. Well, probably recorded in 77. So, I mean, synthesizers were really expensive back then. Oh, yeah. Well, I think a lot of times the studios would just have them and you'd have to just hope. <clears throat> like, you know, you always see like Jim Salamone, Fairlight programming, yeah, yeah. a million records. Well, let's go across the boulevard to MMR oh. and their breakout. Now, I believe... When we listen to this the first time, let me go. Let me give me some. I'm pretty sure we listened to Hot Property, What I Am, because we, we thought it was the. Uh, what I am is. Oh, isn't that be amazing? Any, it was like you yeah. thought it was actually that one. Yeah, anytime we can expose a hidden cover. Oh, that'd be but, uh, what if Edie Raquel wasn't the cover? <laughs> mind blown. They're mind like, blown there. They, they found out. We, we covered that song. Well. Oh, Frank Zappa. Weather report. Yeah. Oh. They get it, MMR. This is like a like Nintendo uh, <laughs> pilot wings music. You're like, welcome. <laughs> Cruise boop, along. Boop. What year is this? MMR? It's gonna be 70. 79. That's why I was like, we're going right across the street to another radio station. Who's cultivating a band called Joshua Yudkin Band, and this is Journey of the Rim Dwellers. Is it instrumental? Must be. Yeah. Drums and percussion, saxophones, bass, guitars, and Joshua's playing the keys. Who's playing drums? Drums is Ted Greenberg. Guitars Richard Robinson and bass. Doug Map with two P's, PP. 
Mappy P. It's got some sexy saxophone. It's got, it's, yeah. It's I like that it's got the, the nice little, um, like, sort of proggy intro, and then it goes to, like, the weather channel. Yeah, and yeah. it goes back, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 Today we're going to have a slow start to the day, low 50s in the morning, getting up to 72. Treebark Smallcraft Advisory. You out there, folks? <laughs> New Jersey beaches will get a wave uh, heights of two feet. Well, yeah, that's that's the intro. That was this was all recorded at one studio called Star Recording with two R's. Yeah. Star Recordings. I'm looking at them. And the profits from the sale of this album go toward establishing. The Keith Moon Scholarship at Settlement Music Schools of Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Wow. So that the Keith Moon Scholarship is where we give you 200 quid a week. You get to blow it on hookers and blow. That's right. And you get to crash only one car a month into a swimming pool. Horse tranquilizers extra. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Rob, on a, on a completely different note, I heard that there's some sort of drug called Trank. It's a tranquilizer. They're like, it's a horse tranquilizer. And it's new, and it's a scourge of our neighborhoods. And I'm like, no, no. Keith Moon uh, was yeah, way ahead of his time. Way ahead of his time. He, he collapsed at the Cow Palace, ironically taking horse tranquilizers. And they had to bring up a guy from the audience to finish the show. That's like every person's you know, dream. They're like, my favorite band, their drummer's sick, and they need somebody who knows every song. Star Recording was also a record label. And it was in the old Society Hill Studios, and it boasts a lot of really uh, names that you'd know, including uh, Ken Queer and uh, yeah, a lot of Billy Cobham showed up for that film. I, oh, this is very Billy. It's very Cobham. You want to go out? Oh, let's go outside. Billy Cobham recorded at Star Recording. Did he really? Yeah. That was probably his kid. They're like, just play Billy. He's like already there recording, like, hey, can you just play this one song? Look at 1980, Billy Cobham. The Billy Cobham tape. Ladies and gentlemen, very nice. From Star Recording. And as you notice, unlike most radio, we're letting the song play to the bitter end. I heard, I heard a... a Radio station interrupt the end of Sledgehammer the other day. He was like, shit my skin. It was like, pew, pew, pew. And then the radio came in. I'm like, what are you doing? There's still like a minute left in this song. That's okay, amazing. Rob, That's here we amazing. go. Let's transport two years in the future from the last record okay. to 1981. To this WYSP. 94.1. 94.1 has... I think we played more than one song on here. I know we did The Frogs, because it was I Need You Tonight. Again, checking if it was in excess. <laughs> um, and I think we listened to um, something else. Probably just the first track. So let's go deep. Deep cuts? Deep into side two. Mm-hmm. And l- hey, look, we, we've, we've had good luck with the last track yeah, on they, each they always play the They play the hit at the end. Yeah, yeah. They save... Save it till the end. Best for last. So, I like when they see it for the encore. People are like, yeah. I can't believe they didn't play that one hit. And you're yeah. like, they're going to play the hit. It's coming at the end. Who would have thought? Andy Williams. Moon River, third encore. 
Disco rock again. And synthesizer. I mean, ooh. Hot summer nights. A bird, a bird, a bird. I wonder if, they, if, they, if they, a lot of these people who even own synthesizers, if they just went to the studio and just said, to like, all right, I'll figure out how to play it right now. Because that thing weighed 400 pounds and cost, you know, a house. I love that bass line, man. You bet, you bet. Yeah. I would say this is not as good a recording as the last two, but it's still got some character to it. It's got a good, it's good tune. Yeah, this is uh, Prime, the band Prime, as in Petros. Or Optimus. Our Optimus, with the song... Mind changes. Yeah, this is this totally is that Robert Palmer song. The one he didn't show up in. Remember that song? Like you said, it's Robert Palmer. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Doctor, Doctor, I got a bad case of loving you. Yeah, there you go. Right here. They say you like it. You like it on top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know the song. He's like, just do so. I want to read this. This was all part of a competition, which is not over yet. The best band from each region will compete for a 25,000 grand prize and a recording contract. I like that. So vote vote for your favorite band on our WYSP album using the enclosed computer card. Computer card? Is there a computer card? Uh, there is a punch card here. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty sure they sent it in, though. They voted for Prime. <laughs> I would have. Yeah. So you're thinking that it was actually a punch card where you would punch out like a like an old Scantron and then they put it through the machine like yeah because they can't they don't have enough interns to possibly count all of the votes for this. Big Music America has popped up on numerous episodes of our show here, and that's who ran this contest out of Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had another. We had like all like three albums that were all for that. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they were the ones that did all like the local showcases. That's right. Yep. So that's I what believe that is. Was, maybe it was this. Maybe we had listened to this before. I No, because Ooh. I know we listened to that one before, but I, I'm sure you have numerous records with that big music on there. Oh, ooh, back mask. Nim, nim, nim. I like that end better. That's <laughs> good end. Very nice. Well, you know, I that's a tough pick. Philly had a very um, distinct sound in the late 70s, which was disco, but you had to have a little rock and roll. It's sort of like um, ska core. Ska core? Ska, be, ska core for Philly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how, how would you say disc rock? 
disc rock. Rocco? Rocco, yeah. Rocco is actually a good film. One of my students' word. names is hey, Rocco. Yo, Rocco. And I go, Rocco! <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it's your favorite time and mine. It's a 45 pickup. Ooh. It's a 7 inch pickup. Rob, I don't have a lot of <clears throat> discs. Give me, give me left. a number. How many you have left? I'll pick a number. I only have six left, Rob. One through six. You know, I was going to pick seven, but we'll go with five. Well, you know what? This one might actually for two different things. You never know. I have a feeling, though, that this could be I don't speak the language. Oh. Because it's a Mario. Double whammy? Yeah, double. Mario Zelenotti with Piccola. Festival del Rose, 1967. I wanted to go Picola. Picola. <laughs> like the Rico lad. And it was bought at the Marino Gift Store, 632 Vaughn Road in Toronto, Canada. Good old Toronto. So if you're in Toronto, go down to 632 Vaughn Road and tell me if Marino Gift Store is still there. Not- and, and then stop at the generator and tell me if the Ramones mural is still painted on the outside. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Some deep cuts. Some deep cuts Some about- deep Toronto cuts <laughs> yeah. for you people. <laughs> Yeah, it's like one of those, uh, it's one of those, like, uh, what do they call them, geocaching? Oh, yeah. Where you got to follow all the, the directions and get out to where you're supposed to and then find something, and you're, you're like... You're thinking of Pokemon. Oh, sorry. <laughs> is ge- yeah, you're geocaching where you get, yeah, it's like a scavenger hunt. Oh, this is some smooth... I wasn't sure where that was going. Waltz right there. Amore. This is I don't speak the seminage. Yeah, very good. He's putting his heart in it. He sure is. Fives can be so shrill sometimes. Yeah. It says 1967. On the Durham label. Which, ironically, the Durham label is probably a, a cassette reel, but it also looks like uh, radioactivity. It does. <laughs> it's like this is uh, nuclear. Yeah. Look, 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 yeah, nuclear from you, those of you from Tejas. Look at Mario appearing around the corner on that cover. He's like, I'm playing guitar, get out. He's hiding out, like he's, he doesn't want anyone to see him. I don't understand how you're in Toronto. Set the scene, you're in Toronto. You're in Toronto. You're all into the Marino gift store. Because yep. the gift store, you're like, you know, I'm going to buy some gifts. And you buy this record. Ostensibly, has nothing to do with Toronto or the No, it, it, it has to do with Italy. That's like spending money to spend money. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe they were like a. Like, oh my gosh, were, I've been looking for this record. Yeah, maybe maybe they specialized in imports. Uh, so you could be like, oh look, you can get all your Italian and, and Greek and 
Turkish delights. It's like with a CD now. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I bought me. A, yeah. I brought me a broken, uh, a broken case cap with a chest and stuff. Import only. Import only. Sorry, you got to get your own case. Here's your sack. You got to supply your own doorknobs. Ricola. 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 I like it, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's, uh, it is what it is. Let's just see if we don't, side we don't, two. We don't get a lot of waltzes on no. the who, uh, who the Hell Are You podcast. And I don't really speak Italian. So the other side is Chiacchiere. C-H-I-A-C-C-H-I-E-R-E. If that's pronounced differently. Oh. It's a banana split. It is. Or it's like the Royal Guardsmen, the band who did all the Snoopy songs. I just picture the band, like, the video is them all riding the same, like, uh, <laughs> motorcycles, like, yeah, off-road yeah. with the same helmets. Yeah, yeah. And, like, falling and being, like... Yeah, like, yeah, pointing and laughing. Everything like, is, like, slightly sped up, so yeah. it's, like, more energetic. Like a monkey, like a monkey's episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario, look out! It's <laughs> a good tambo on this thing. Now there's a beat that you don't hear much anymore that yeah. You do the jerk to it. That's right. Gives the lawnmower, the shopping cart, <laughs> sprinkler, and all the all the hits can be danced. I've been teaching some of the kindergartners how to do the twist and the, and the monkey and the swim. Oh, and yeah. some of them are like, can we do the gritty? I'm like, sure, go ahead, gritty it up, my man. <laughs> Gritty overnight sensations. Overnight. Alright, I like this one. Yeah. Chicharri. Little little saloon uh, piano song. Yeah. Well, let's see what this means. Let me see if I can get my translator out. Oh no, I always get leery that we're gonna find out <laughs> it's the most offensive thing you've ever heard in your life. Here we go. Google Translate. Yeah. We're going, um, last time we were looking at Chinese. Italian to English. Camera. Chatter. That's what it means. Okay, and, good. I was concerned it was going to be something terrible. And pico, Piccola is small. I see. that's got to be small. And it says, um, yeah, that's it. It's the only thing I need, need to translate it. Small chatter if you put them together. And that's, it must, that's like small talk. Look at that. Ah, we brought it right around. We just solved the crossword. Yep. Mario, he's trying to tell you small talk. Small talk's important. You must be extra careful because you have a inside and outside sleeve. Back, it's like back when they put CD in those really long boxes so they oh stick gosh. up above the uh, the, yeah. the shelf. I think they did that so people wouldn't steal them. But then people still did. I guess. Yeah. I thought they did it because they were all having to put them in record bins, and records would have been 12 oh, inches high, and yeah, these you're CDs right. would have been like that makes under more sense. the radar. Then they'd sell, they'd sell them like the divider kits. Yeah. 
historical. Yeah, do you, like, always getting this for do something. Do you need uh, some extra divider oh, kits? Oh, you want to put records? You want to put CDs where the records were? Oh, yeah, This is yeah. going to cost you. Yeah, see, this new technology, see, it'll last forever, unlike those records that just scratch up at your grandma's house. Do you remember they used to have it was full artwork, and then they went to where it was just plastic. Yeah. But I remember my first full artwork one was uh, Blue Sky Mining by... Uh, Ooh. Yeah, by uh, Midnight Oil. There'll be food on the table tonight. That's, that album is nothing but hits. Go ahead. Okay, here's a great story. Yes, go on. With That involves Midnight Oil. I love it already. 1993, mm-hmm. Earth Day concert... Okay. Which was yesterday, 30 years ago. Oh, in, I case, would, in case we're dating each, <laughs> dating ourselves. It, it was... And I, and I was four, obviously. No. Years ago. Yeah, and I went playing disc golf yesterday with a guy who had just posted. He's like, I was here, Merriweather Post. I'm like, I was at Merriweather Post Pavilion 30 years ago to see the same show. So wait, were they the headliners? Uh, I think they probably were. Here's who was there. Midnight yeah. Oil. Mm-hmm. Robert Cray, Violent Femmes, what? NRBQ, come on, Michelle Shocked. What a crazy cast! Of- right, it was really Actually, weird. Actually, the funny thing is, NRBQ, Michelle Shocked, and and Robert Cray make they kind of make sense to me yeah, as yeah. a they festival. Were, they were like Midnight Oil's like the thumb in there, and, and I love Midnight Oil. Don't don't get me wrong. I think they were the 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 final one because I do remember when NRBQ went on. I kind of went wandering around. Yeah. The the park. Uh-huh. And then um, when Midnight Oil came back, I, I came back. I felt like there was one more, but I think it was only five people. Five Do you bands. remember the dedicated record, which was all the bands doing the dead covers? And yeah. Midnight Oil was on there, and they did Wharf Rat, and they said it almost broke the band up. Really? Yeah. They, they had such turmoil doing the cover of Wharf Rat, which is... And I remember reading about it in, like, Rolling Stone. Wow. Yeah, I but, love that band, though. Back when Rolling Stone was relevant. Yeah, when they were actually just talking about music. Oh! Oh my God! Well, Rob, we're back into the local band uh, extravaganza. Extravaganza tour. Mm-hmm. We got to go up to New York City. That's, okay. they're, they're still localish. Yeah, well, they, they're local in their own way. It's it's W A P P. Big hits one hundred three. W A P P. WAP one hundred three. WAP one hundred three. And before I, the song WAP, <laughs> there was the station WAP. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I believe we listened to, gosh, I don't even remember. We, it's been so long. You get, just go to side two. I, I feel confident you you did something side one. All right. Okay. How about middle of side two? Okay. All right. I like it. All right. Let's do this. This is. I'm just this playing is, by the odds now. This is 85. I got 20 on middle of side two. <laughs> Ironically, mm-hmm. without even trying, we have gone in chronological order. Or autobiographical, if you will. Don't, listen, don't try to hoodwink the people. We did this on purpose. No, we didn't. Dan and I are geniuses. 78, yes. 79, 81. 85? And now it's 85. When we were, we were still in elementary school. That's right. For sure we were. Oh. Get it. It's like a little, a little dead right there. A little Hendrix steel right there, too. This is that sweet chorus. Rolling jazz chorus. Is this King of Leon? <laughs> is it poison? Oh, yeah. You could have got out of the first part of that verse. Wow. 
I'll listen to that snare reverb. Longer. What I like is the cymbals sound like they were overdubs. When, when you hear the crash cymbal, it sounds like because they don't line up perfectly, and it definitely like when the feisty roots came out. Roots. The cymbals sound like they're in the other room. Like, uh, hey, Tommy, I need to go back in there and overdub the crash cymbals. Well, if you didn't know, we're listening to Hard Rock Cafe by the streets but I believe that this was when when did Hard Rock Cafe begin when this song came yeah probably I mean was it was it one place and then it became like a franchise or what yeah go ahead I'm gonna I gotta look I don't care I gotta look google it up I'm googling it go to Spotify for all I care Oh, Hard Rock Cafe. I, I'm just going to put a Hard Rock Cafe wiki and find out. That'll tell me what Wiki, it is. wiki. Like this? Oh, wow. What year do you think Hard Rock Cafe was founded? I did not know this. Uh, so I'm going to guess earlier than 85. Yes. 67. 71. 71. In London. London, huh? And then we just took it and we're like, we're going to put them everywhere. Yeah, it's, we're now gonna, it's American. Yeah, it's America now. Yeah. Um, Oh, and they didn't start covering their walls in memorabilia until 79. So for the first eight years, it was just a, a dumpy club. Probably. I guess. Yeah. It was just an actual hard rock cafe where they just did stuff like real music. In 2007, it was sold to the Seminole tribe of Florida. Until 2018, it was in Orlando. It's the basis of it. And now it's in Davie, Florida. What is in Davie, Florida? That's the corporate offices of Hard Rock Cafe. They left London and went. The Seminoles owned it. Not the, the, not the team, the, the tribe. tribe. And then they still own it. And they have, they're in 74 countries, including 172. Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying that the indigenous uh, peoples of Florida, the Seminoles. Correct. The people bought, live, they lived in, do you know what their dwelling was called? It's the Chicky, in case you're wondering. The Chicky? Yeah. If we want to really and digress Pete's? into some really Cliff Clavin esque <laughs> mood here, it's the Chicky. It's this little hut that sit above so the gators wouldn't get you. Uh-huh. Yes, correct. The Seminoles. And then they're in Davie, Florida. So interestingly enough, we, uh, we were colonies of Great Britain, came over, shoved all the natives across. You know the country until they ran out of room, and now they're just sort of marginalized. And then, then they, they bought, bought Hard Rock. They bought the Hard Rock Cafe, right? And now, and now they're getting the last laugh. They're getting the last laugh. They're like, we own all of your rock and roll. <laughs> That's right. All the memorabilia. T- yeah. Take that. Uh, Those crazy dragon pants Jimmy Page wore. Yeah. We own them. We own them. What's up? Jeez. Well, New York, New York, best bands '85. We learned something about the Hard Rock Cafe from the streets. I wonder if the streets played a lot of Hard Rock Cafes, and they wrote that song about how they didn't get paid to play there. Well, that's good. Because it sounded like it was it was a little bit oh, sad. Wait, we got something in Ooh, the bottom. Swag. Here. We got something else. Bumper sticker. It's Bump. a, it is the official ballot, but this is not a computerized ballot for some reason. Is it from the same company though? It is Starstream Houston, Texas. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> in Houston, Texas. You know what I'm saying? Like I I have to let you know that we can't just leave it up to the Americans. Here we have Glasnost. Obviously. The direct results of 
a new area, a new era in North American Soviet relations. If you believe like me that music is a powerful tool, uh, listen to this. And uh, this uh, apparently is bands from Russia. We listened to this already. These are all records we have pulled out of the stack, but they've been they've been sort of glossed over. We've right. listened to it and we've like, moved on. Yeah. So let's do middle of two again. Yeah, let's go middle of two because right there. The theme of this episode can be middle of two. Ooh. <laughs> the middle of two soundtracks. <laughs> well, let's try it. Uh, in fact, Rob, I believe, you know. Historically, the middle of two should be the last slow dance before the big finale. Yeah, historically, it's uh, called uh, Small Incident. Mm. Small Watch craft. out! Pew, 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 small craftwork. <laughs> we got a small craftwork advisory in Glasnost. See, this is still could be a movie, but this is more like Real Genius with Val Kilmer. <laughs> Less romancing stuff. Yeah, this is... Ooh, is this Russian? Another, I don't speak the language, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. I feel like you probably sell this song to the, to the uh, guys that do Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they would rock this. You looking for that new sound? Well, listen to this. I like that. Every once in a while on reverb and stuff, I'll find Russian synthesizers. Like rare Russian, you know, 1982 oh, yeah. well, knockoff synthesizers. A lot of our better uh, two uh, technology is new old stock Russian. That's true. Sovtech. Yeah. Sovtech is a big name in that biz. I just love all these sequences. Well, I think about when I first went to the community college, I used a program called Tracks for movie sequencing, and it was DOS-based. Whoa, did you hear that? I did. Sorry. No, I'm sorry I'm talking over Whoa. That's some wow. Lars Ulrich stuff right there. <laughs> but it was actually more in time. Sorry, Lars. That, that that seemed like a total like fade cut there. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like this program I used called Tracks, you could you could move by. It was all numeric, so you could move by, you know, decimal point something. Oh yeah, and you could sit there and step record everything. But you'd have to have like eight keyboards hooked up. The <laughs> yeah, because they'd all have to play. It yeah, because it would just play all the, the MIDI time. lines yeah, out yeah. at the same time. You'd be standing around with like a baton, like go and. Profit. Right. And art. And now they're like, I did this on my iPad. Yeah. I did like, this on my phone. Yeah. I was bored in the parking lot one day and I wrote this hit record. Here it comes. We're going to have another cool breakdown. We'll crank the bass up for you, those of you who can hear it. It's a. They did the bass line. They went. It reminds me a little like Kate Bush there. Yeah. That's what it is. Hence, Stranger Things. trained I like it 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever make it down on the second Thursday to the fabulous, legendary Dawson Street Pub in Mania, you'll hear this song because I'm going to blast the <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blast the wank out of this. There's a lot of Russian immigrants in the Northeast. I could just, I could put this in my car and just roll down the street and just be like, be like whoa, that guy. Yeah, put my chains on. Chains. I just watched, I've been watching Night Court and I just watched an episode with Yakov Smirnoff. Nice. <laughs> in Russia, car drive you. <laughs> Man, are we not going to get the sweet breakdown again? Was it a one and done? I think it got... Oh, ask and I shall receive. I know. That is such an, a, a, like, so blunt. Right here, right? This is great. This almost ranks up there with that um, Czechoslovakian uh, art rock we found. Right. Or, or was it was it Czechoslovakian or Hungarian? That's what it was. It was the Hungarian, Hungarian guy. Yeah. I played that at the Dawson last time, and there was definitely some eyes going. Yeah. yeah. Am I supposed to understand this, man? This is funny how Kate Bush is to me, though. I really thought you the tambour of Oh yeah, the production is for sure. And this apparently is uh, 86 to 87 and then to 88. So it's got all those years on it. So we're going to say 88. I like the cover is uh, like a U47 with a big star on it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, Russia, it's a German mic. We with don't a... use German mic. <laughs> well, Rob, we have to finish this show up. I mean, we could go on for uh, a couple more more hours with... You know, music from around the Amazing world. Amazing Russian music. All around the world. Oh, my God. So we're going to go to northern UK. Ooh. The northern UK. Like Scotland, Wales? Yeah, Scotland, Wales. Or just Manchester. Or, or Man- Manchester. Manchester. Uh, this is a double record that we have not yet even really begun to. We have scratched the surface. Let me put it that way. We listened to it a couple times. But I wanted to get back because I feel like there's one thing that fits in with our... Yeah, here we go. The Un-American with... Trek Reznor? Yes. (laughs) The song Drop. And some chorusy bass. Sweet flanger. Sounds like... uh, Detachable penis. It does sound like sometimes a missile. I, it's in there. Sometimes I, I got checked the medicine cabinet because sometimes I leave it in there. <laughs> there was. They want to. They show lamp at the yard sale. My love, no longer care. Yeah, yeah. Seeping through the atmosphere. Fear. My love, no longer care. Who does this sound like? I mean, it could be. David Byrne record, but it also could be... It's the Un-American, Rob. That's who it is. It is, I know. <laughs> it's very Cure, almost. Yeah. Or... Not the vocals, though. The vocals are no cleanup. It's, it's uh, like, uh... Maybe the guy from The Cramps? That's what I'm thinking of. That's exactly bad music for bad people. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Lux Interior. Right. Something to wait for. 
we're going out on this one, Rob. And thanks for coming by this this thanks fine day. We'll see you next week. Everybody, get your get your spring suit on and uh, go out and look for those mushrooms and forage around. But don't pick anything that might be poisonous. Correct. Make sure you bring a guidebook. That's right. Guidebook it up. And we'll see you next time. On who the hell are you podcast? Mm-hmm.